episode 217 of The Platformers, a show about games and nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Josh Mobley. I'm Chris Shriver. We really shook Josh up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, I was saying we're already too late, but this time we're early because last time there was earth-shattering news that happened on a Tuesday, and this time it happened earlier on a Monday. Well, I wouldn't say this is earth-shattering, but it's... Uh... It's earthquake-worthy, yeah, earthquake-worthy. It's a it's a small brush fire. It's not it's not anything to uh, light the beacons over, but the, the beacons, beacons of Gondor are lit. Yeah, the beacons of Minas Tirith. It's but it's a, interesting. Uh, I'd say it's more interesting. It is interesting. Actually, it speaking of Lord of the Rings, you know what I wait? What's way too long? It's been way too long since I've I've watched those movies. But you know what's? Uh, oh, it's yeah, funny yeah. Uh, that we mentioned Lord of the Rings. I found a, a site that has um, like like one of those like download old games websites mm-hmm. um, that uh, they'll have stuff that's like unlisted or like hard to come by. I was playing Lord of the Rings Conquest today on PC wow. for a little bit. Wow! Yeah, interesting. I've heard about. I've heard that game's pretty cool, isn't it? Like, uh, it's like Lord of the Rings, like Battlefield. Yeah, right? well, Battlefront. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Diddy's Conquest. I've heard of this. Yeah, I mean, Battlefront is just Star Wars Battlefield, right? Well, so. yeah, but I mean, that's what Lord of the the Lord of the Rings Conquest is. Yeah. I loved that game on 360. I've never played it. I heard. I've heard pretty good things about it, though. I've always wanted to try it. It's fun. It's a shame that like that game came out in like 2009 and I or like 2010 and then like a year later they shut the servers down. Like I guess cuz like the population was just so low cuz the movies had like come and gone at that point. But yeah, like it, it was we a pretty good like, game. We were almost in hobbit territory then and like I feel like we're going to get more Lord of the Rings stuff like in the next couple of years. I with the Amazon show coming out. Yeah, I feel an announcement coming in the next, yeah. you know couple months i don't even know who has the license anymore i know ea had it for the longest time uh well would it be warner brothers like some internal oh that's true because it's it is warner brothers so yeah because i was like i'm i don't i seriously doubt ea has the license anymore yeah oh well you know what we're getting um the golem game yeah there you go yeah we'll see how that's in the that's like in the same line as uh it's like um what is it? Middle Earth Golem, right? Like it's in that same. Something, yeah, yeah. Well, Lineage. I don't know because the Middle Earth games are not even really like canonical, right? They're just. Also, I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of them. I'm gonna. Games. I'm gonna look this up. I don't know how you guys feel about them. I enjoyed them, uh, or at least I enjoyed the first one when I played of it. Um, I wasn't very good at it. Like I, I never finished it, um, and I got very stubborn against like one specific orc, so he got like super powerful, and then I wasn't able to kill him. And mm. I just spent all my days chasing him down, and every time I did, he just would kill me, and then I gave up. <laughs> Interesting. I just yeah. I just, so it's not you know. it's not uh, it's not Middle Earth. It is the Lord of the Rings colon Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. By by Daedalic. So I don't know if they're like a. I don't even know what to expect. Somebody else? Yeah, I don't know. Something weird. Every time I see it, I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it could be, could be anything, right? Yeah. Oh wow, this is the same studio that made the Deponia games. Did you guys know? Have you guys seen those? Nope. I got I got press releases press releases for these. There was like some big promotion that they were bringing the press releases. Yeah, Shadow Tactics, Blade of the Shogun, and 2018's State of Mind. State of Mind sounds familiar. They did a deal with Middle Earth Enterprises to work on this, 
which means the game will draw from the books, not the movies. Mm. But it's isn't it like uh, aesthetically though drawing from the movies? Probably. Yeah, yeah, because because I feel like most people that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna go for. Like they, there are a lot of different artistic interpretations of those characters, but everyone basically knows like Ian McKillen is you know Gandalf and yeah. stuff like that so I feel and like they try to he's go. great he is great I I they always uh they always tend to go for that so not yeah. that I have a problem with that I love those movies but um, yeah not that there's anything wrong with not that, that there's anything wrong but, with that but that's not what we were here to talk about is yeah. Lord of the Rings column <laughs> uh we're here to talk about the big news that came out this morning which is that PlayStation uh is acquiring Bungie yeah. Yes. Which, if that sounds weird to you, it's because it is. It is kind of weird. It is uh, and it isn't. It's though. a little like, weird. At least of the last, I don't know, seven years, right? Like, I mean, sure, really, since but Destiny like, came out, you you get, uh, hey, you guys get a Hawk Moon, and then when it goes to Xbox, it's heavily nerfed, so people will never understand yeah. the pure pleasure. <laughs> I, the thing is, they haven't done people for the for the the longest time hated those playstation exclusives like even when even when i was on playstation thought i was kind of stupid yeah, yeah i was like oh i get an extra dungeon and like an extra gun i'm like that's that doesn't feel good it's like why can't everybody have this but yeah. then when they went yeah. multi-platform it's like we can't really do that because you know what if this it playstation gun the and the crucible is better you know you know yeah and then when you go between um like you know if you're playing on pc and then you go to ps five or whatever to play like all of a sudden like i can't use this gun that doesn't make sense right so right they got rid of it but still makes me wonder if they'll try something they'll you know they'll try to yeah. do it but it is a bit it is a bit weird i'm with you brian it's a little strange a little bit strange of a of a purchase uh uh what, what is i think potentially even more strange uh given bungie's much more storied history with xbox through halo uh is that they're still a like pseudo independent yeah they studio? they still technically the, they yeah they still technically own destiny and uh they they, they a couple other things like they there's some other and they random... can control where they publish and things like that which is like this is so like the the most bizarre thing about this is that it runs at least and, and I'll, I'll put this caveat out there, at least what they are saying they are doing, whether or not they will actually do this remains to be seen because I trust Sony about as far as I can throw them at this point. Uh, but if they do what they say they are doing, this is a complete about face from everything they've done with their previous acquisitions, which is they're basically just supporting this studio uh, and helping them kind of do what they want to do better, increase their reach, increase their ability to do what it is that Bungie does with Destiny, uh, and is not making anything exclusive. I think, I think the second sentence of, of Herman Hulse's post was, just to be clear, th they will continue to make multi-platform games and, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, that's another, that's partially what's a little strange about it because um, that's not a sony but move. also it was like only two years ago like only maybe two or three years ago that bungie like separated themselves from activision and they were like super gung-ho about we're gonna be independent 
And like we're gonna do That's all this why when stuff, I first and then and then saw they, this, it was weird. Yeah, like my immediate reaction was, oh well, I guess so much for that all that independence, right? Because like, yeah, I have a feeling this yeah. doesn't just come from a place of like they wanted this to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bungie kind of needed this to happen financially. Yeah, um, I, this I, seems like something that by coincidence has been in the works for a long time. Um. And I think they said they've been talking to him for like five or six months. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, okay. This I mean, is deal, deals, this like this be... gonna, deals like this take a while to even go through anyway. So, yeah, I mean, so that would mean that this is in direct response to the Bethesda acquisition, or we can assume that, right? Uh, maybe, but that was like in, in comparison, that was so long ago. Like the Bethesda one happened like, Man, even before like in twenty twenty bef- maybe or like well, it was no, it was before Deathloop came out. Um I don't think it was the time is a flat circle. I and know. I'm trying to remember if I was in the Microsoft office if I was in the GameSpot office when this happened or if COVID had already happened. I almost feel I feel like COVID wasn't a thing then. Like September twenty first, twenty twenty. Okay, so it was. Oh wow, so it was, it was twenty twenty. Yeah. I thought it was last year for some reason. Okay. Interesting. But like we've we've heard, and like I don't think it's any secret that there, Bungie has been in situations where, like, they have almost gone bankrupt, like multiple yeah. times. I mean, they um, spend a lot of money, and like their games are big. Like Destiny yeah. is big, yeah. but it's not like it's. I wouldn't. It's probably not making like it's not enough to float that studio. Probably no. No. Um, I assume that they're making an amount of money, but I, I as someone who left uh, <laughs> Destiny behind after just having all my stuff taken away constantly, like I can't imagine that's been good for the player base because I know a lot of other people who've all who also left be, for that exact reason. And, yeah. Uh, I mean- I'm in that it book. doesn't look it doesn't make it doesn't make people want to invest in your game when they buy something and it's almost like they're renting it like they're gonna they're gonna lose it in two years right yeah, so yeah. that makes me wonder if you know after the separation that that strategy wasn't working like yeah. and they weren't you know making a bunch of money like to to float it or if like the entire idea of separating from Activision was to get bought once again by someone, but I don't know. Um, by somebody that liked a bit it more. It is strange. Yeah, and it's it's we, it's it's interesting to think because even we were looking at player numbers today for games and stuff, and Destiny 2 yeah. is about like a million players, right? I should look at that uh, now, actually. Which sounds about right. Like when I was playing, that was about how yeah, many people Monday were. Night now. That's about how many people on average were playing. I think the average was something more like... Uh, like 800,000, you know, normally. And then free-to-play made it get bigger. Uh, but I I can't imagine that that many players playing that free-to-play game that has, like, some microtransactions but mostly makes its money from, you know, uh, selling expansions is really doing all that great with just the way that the game has been run. And that's their only game right now yeah. we know they're working on another game called matter and they've been or you know whatever it's called uh and they've been working on that forever 
whether yeah. that ever comes out remains to be seen but like even then like what are they really like what are they making uh or how how well is destiny actually doing because even even if uh all those people are buying expansions that's still only like what 30 ish million a year right and that's before taxes and before like all the other things that's not 30 million is not enough to run a studio of that size that's like 800 people right and uh, the infrastructure to run that game that like, and yeah he, that and the server like infrastructure yeah like it's not like they're running a game that they are just okay we ship it person installs it. like it's not like returnal like you know this thing that yeah. just sits I mean, on your console like 30 million is like what like three quarters of one ceo salary like yeah you know it's nothing <laughs> who i mean yeah and who knows how much the execs they're making which i would imagine it's probably not like uh you know activision numbers but still yeah it's i'm sure yeah. the, it's comfortable oh know, yeah i'm sure it's very more comfortable. Than comfortable yeah i just i definitely wonder like what the long game is for this purchase like yeah. did did uh sony just feel like if microsoft's gonna buy a bunch of stuff do we have to buy a bunch of stuff too or is there actually well, like a good strategic reason you know for um for, buying for them the, doing this the studio exactly one thing one thing that that he said that i thought was interesting was uh, let me let me see if i can actually pull up the interview or if it does, it, does anybody have that link uh I not that i can like... grab it right now now Okay. The weirdest oh. thing about this is like, like I've had a bunch of people text me because like, like my whole family like knows I used to play Destiny and like you know a bunch of people know I used to like I was the Destiny guy like in my office before, and I like don't have an opinion on this and it's I don't really have an opinion on it either. It's weird like to not like I don't I don't feel anything other than that's weird like yeah it, it's just such an odd. It's an odd acquisition, and I don't know. I don't know what the the end game is. Like, if they're if they are going to remain multi platform, and they are going to, you know, keep doing with Destiny Two with they the roadmap that they you know laid out for the, the next like two to three years. Like, okay, like go ahead. Yeah, I guess you're financially backing them, but mm-hmm. I don't know what you have to gain by this. I don't. So yeah, I don't know either. That's yeah. that's what's okay, so well, strange about. I, it. I think. I think I may be able to illuminate that a little bit with this okay, quote. Illuminate okay. me, uh, Brian. So right, right here I'm on. I'm on. Uh, this, this is the blog post on uh, Bungie.net. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, in SIE, we have found a partner who unconditionally supports us in all we are, uh, and who wants to accelerate our vision to create generation-spanning entertainment all while preserving the creative independence that beats in Bungie's heart. Like us, SIE believes that game worlds are only the beginning of what our IPs can become. All right. Together, we share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world, families across generations, and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment media. Okay. I mean, Today, they... Bungie begins our, yeah. journey, our journey to become a global multimedia entertainment company. So it's Destiny, PlayStation Studios, the the, 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 series. the television show, right, right. the movie, yeah. the comic book, you know, the you know, the serial, the flamethrower, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Flamethrower. <laughs> Spaceballs the flamethrower. 
yeah, but like that's that seems and like Sony Pictures is you know it would be really easy for a pseudo internal PlayStation Studio to get with Sony Pictures and make a movie. It'll be so like that wouldn't. Yeah, that would. But not do be we difficult. want that? Like I don't want that, but they really... want to make me want that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's what that's what's weird about it is like. I don't know. We like back when I was playing Destiny, like we all wanted books and things like more lore and stuff like that. We we all wanted that, but like at this point, it, after the Destiny Two thing and like all the lore got kind of messed with, and it's a little bit all over the place now. And like they sort of course corrected, but like it's still not the same as it was. Um, and I don't think I would have wanted a TV show or a movie then. I would have wanted books. Yeah, I would uh, have. I would have wanted like books or comics and stuff. Because uh, I feel like that. I feel like like with a movie and even with some television shows, it's so easy to try to go too big too fast. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw that with like DC trying to make their big superhero movies and stuff. It's like you you try. They tried to go straight to the Justice League. Because that's like the money shot. That's like the big thing that everybody wants to see. But like, you can't do that. You got to start small. And I feel like with books, people tend to focus on, and I mean, Bungie knows this because the Halo books are great. Um, Fine. But yeah, I mean, compared to almost literally any other video game sure. ever, they're like amazing. Yeah. I As someone uh, who just read... Uh, fall of reach again after like years i was like this was perfectly fine i i yeah. don't it didn't make me really want to read good. anymore though it was well, like no but yeah. it was it, put yourself in the mindset of someone in 2002 or whatever that came out that that book came out sure. and it was like oh my god there's a book about a video game like that was the the more exciting aspect good, yeah. of it yeah and it's good i i honestly i liked uh, the fall of reach book i found the one about master chief himself and about his origins to be more interesting. I mean, maybe it goes back to our Halo Infinite spoiler thing, but I just am like so over Master Chief. So maybe like that book was just not the right thing for me to listen to at the moment. But it was so, perfectly yeah. fine. I didn't have any issues with it. I was just like, yes, yeah, it's fine. Like I, it, yeah. it was science fiction military book. It was yeah. perfectly so fine. Th this kind of like is kind of a good segue into the halo series um trailer that yeah. we got yesterday yeah it, well, not weird. not in just like yeah not <laughs> in just that like the trailer came out but like in but like did anyone want this <laughs> but like that is an example of a like of what it sounds like they are trying to do what bungie is trying to I, do with or yeah. what i'm sorry what sony is trying to do with bungie and, and that that ip i'm actually gonna let jake in it which sounds is an unprecedented move for the show yeah yeah that's I yeah. It sounds like that's what people want. Like people just see money signs when they think of TV and stuff. But it's. I also am like, do it. Does it need to be a TV show? Like, you want out, of course. I don't know the Halo show. I mean, like it. I think visually it looks like Halo, which I guess is a good thing. But at the same time, it looks weird and like. There are some things budget, I, right? I think like, look really good. Like I, yeah. I will come out and say, I think the Covenant look awesome. The, uh, dude, the elites the, look yeah. really good. The elites good. look fucking awesome. I don't know if I'm like in the minority of that, but I saw that and I was I like, that is amazing. Like they nailed that. I, I was like, uh, I was like, 
Yeah, this doesn't look very good. Then the elite like jammed their head through the wall, and I was like, "Oh, that looks dope." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not just you, it, but it, just you. yeah. I I don't I don't know. It, there it are be, certain. It could be good. It's just that it to me when I watched it, I was like, "This looks like a sci-fi a cosplay, channel like, show." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind it, looks, of. it looks real goofy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is in that weird in between space of like, is this someone with like a high budget YouTube channel or is yeah. this like something that I would find on a streaming service? Um, I'm gonna watch it. Like, I'm definitely gonna watch we'll it. We'll see. It kind of looks like one of those one of those Ismahawk videos. It do, yeah, as that's dope ex- that's, as dope as those are. But that's yeah. all, like really what it reminded me of was like something of yeah. that because those guys are extremely talented. Yes, um, but it, but they're like low budget. But they're not Paramount, right? They're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not Paramount. They're not. They're not CBS. No, and it's not a knockoff exactly. guy like Frank Sullivan. I love you, but like yeah, you're not Paramount. Like you're not a major motion picture thing i don't think yeah. that's an insult at all no um, no, no, no. yeah uh, i don't know i but it does beg the question like who who is going to want this like it, again really this is such a this, Halo not, fans, this is such an as much as <laughs> it's such an echo chamber conversation for us because i think <laughs> partially because of covid and because we all like kind of ebb and flow with similar kind of you know, what's happening in the, the nerd spaces, you know, movies and shows sure. and games and whatever. But, like, how many people that are, like, somewhat, like, I'm, I'm again, I'll, I'll come back to my brother, like I always do. Like, my brother Kevin, like, are you going to get him to subscribe to Paramount Plus for five bucks a month to watch the Halo show? Like, this guy who, like, I only play multiplayer. I don't care about the campaign. Like, how many of those people are out there that now get multiplayer for free? A lot. No, but get get multiplayer for free for now. Or now, if you're on Xbox or whatever. And they don't care about the campaign. Like, are they going to care about a Halo TV show? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. know. That's a really good question. And I guess we'll find that out, but... Yeah, I I am wondering what the Bungie acquisition is for. If like they're if they're not going to like really take advantage of it and be like any future games you guys make, like they're gonna be, you know, our exclusives or whatever. I don't know that they'll make a Destiny three, but did they definitely say that any future projects would be multi platform, or did they say that any future content for Destiny? I thought that was how it it read, was that they would like finish Uh, out the Destiny two experience i don't know because they they made it seem like after lightfall right which is the last expansion they've announced as as long as well back from what i remember uh that would be like the end of this like gigantic arc or whatever they want to call it yeah uh but then they were saying like there'll be more you know which Mm. who knows i i don't I, i don't know like do they just keep doing destiny 2 because they're they're already like cutting out all the they're already cutting out all the content because they say they literally can't fit more in the game. Yeah. And it's like are they just going to keep cutting and keep going? Like uh, that sounds exhausting to me. Uh, um, it's exhausting uh, as a player. Like Yeah. Especially I don't know. Oh, I don't I don't want this to turn into like a I, there's so, there's so honest, many other things I, to talk about. Yeah, to be honest, I don't have that many more thoughts on this. I just think it's very strange and I, time will tell. No, I what mean it's this ultimately becomes. Yeah, the only the only thing I I will say is like they I feel like they're kind of shooting themselves. They kind of shot themselves in the foot with creating 
this battle pass system that like demand i mean look at like fortnite does it in a way that like they reset the entire game for everyone and that is what is expected with destiny it's like some of it's there but not all of it and it changes from time to time and, and like there's so many like asterisks good next luck to... uh good luck like following the plot at all yeah that like, was a huge that was a huge thing for like my friends who were trying to get in get into, into the game when i was into it they were like i literally have no idea what's going on yeah um and i yeah. was like yeah i mean it's kind of hard if you haven't been here the whole time you yeah. know yeah uh, i have the quotes here if okay. we wanna yeah, go, go ahead and run through that. So here we go. So this is on uh, gamesindustry.biz. Uh, there were, um, Jim Ryan did an interview with uh, Christopher Dring. Uh, quote, the first thing to say unequivocally is that Bungie will stay an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. Uh, Pete Parsons, CEO uh, of Bungie, and I have spoken about many things over recent months, and this was one of the first and actually easiest and most straightforward conclusions we reached together. Everybody wants the extremely large Destiny 2 community, whatever platform they're on, to be able to continue to enjoy their Destiny 2 experiences. And that approach will apply to future Bungie releases. That is okay. unequivocal. Okay. Mm -hmm. He actually said that is unequivocal. Yeah, then it has uh, to be it has to be what we're talking about. It has to be the series yeah. and you know, whatever else they're going to make. So, yeah, and here's here's the... The anime difference. on Crunchyroll. Bungie, Bungie will operate autonomously within the Sony Interactive Entertainment Organization, and they will continue to publish on other platforms. We get the importance of this. We've grown studios organically, but we've also made a number of acquisitions over the years, whether it is Naughty Dog, Guerrilla Games, Sucker Punch Productions, or more recently, Insomniac. We understand how important it is to give these great organizations the space and independence while bolstering uh, that with great support when and where that's needed. I mean, think of it this way, too, which we haven't talked about. When the PS4 came out, when Destiny 1 came out, all of that marketing said, play Destiny on PlayStation. And, like, people... Yeah. And they had the exclusive console, and, like, people bought them. Um, and it brought Same with, them... Uh, Call of Duty. And Call of Duty, like, and it brought them very far through uh, that generation. Um, I think that simple like, marketing switch made PlayStation, if I'm not mistaken, the lead platform for Call of Duty. Uh, it took yeah. a while to do that. But yeah, I believe. I, I don't know if it is anymore, but it's a, it's it was a interesting a point. question. I know for for Destiny, because during it PS3, was. Xbox 360, it was definitely Xbox focused. Yeah, it, I guess it's yeah. just. <laughs> destiny <laughs> game pass <laughs> like, yeah again. it was already on yeah. I mean, it, was it was already on game, on game pass, pass but yeah is it going to continue being on game pass who knows right it's so weird which is so interesting because bungie was part of activision blizzard then they split off from activision blizzard activision blizzard gets acquired by microsoft bungie gets acquired by some yeah. Yeah. well they were also like, part of microsoft and then yeah bungie off. left yeah. Bungie left Microsoft, became part of Action Activision Blizzard, then split off, and then one went one way, one the other. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Very, you it's, can't you can't make this stuff up. Did you up. see there was an Onion headline that it was like <laughs> there are now six corporations left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, and that wasn't even the only acquisition that happened today. No, it's not. It wasn't. No, 
Because the New York Times acquired Wordle. Oh, I did hear about that. <laughs> yeah. For like only a couple hundred dumb. thousand, from what I understand. Was it really? No, they said they said uh, low seven figures. Oh, low seven figures. I'm sorry. I misunderstood that yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good for that guy or gal or yeah. whoever made it, you know. Hello. Yeah, whoever oh. made it. How are you? But yeah. Good. This is the part of the show when Chris gets a nice kiss. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I get a smooch. <laughs> you know, I mean, Jess just smooches you because Josh and I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's only fair. It's only fair. Uh, but yeah, somebody's so that's that was that was somebody somebody has to somebody is legally uh, legally required to smooch uh, Chris every day. And since uh, and since COVID has cropped up, Josh and I can't make our our daily pilgrimages no. to Philadelphia. I'm saving a so ton just, in airline. Uh expenses though no joke i i've been able to buy i bought a castle it's been it's been wild <laughs> who thought when they were talking about uh millennials not being able to buy houses because of buying avocado toast that's not what it was it was the daily plane tickets to and from philadelphia to kiss chris driver mm-hmm. but anyway. yeah so that's that's all i really have to say about that i it's it's a more acquisitions are a bummer but this is at least an interesting one that looks a bit different than the way that uh, that PlayStation has done things previously, which if they continue to basically support the studio and kind of give them a nice home to do multimedia stuff and their game stuff effectively stays the same or is just able to expand a little bit more, but in all the same places, then I think this is maybe the best outcome that you could hope for with this sort of news. Um, I'm curious if you guys feel the same. I I am just kind of like man we'll see yeah that's that's exactly where i'm at it's Uh, just such a weird it's such a weird one yeah yeah i and i'm wondering who if sony's now worried and they're like oh we gotta buy we gotta buy people and this is just one of i mean they right they did say uh one of them's got to buy sega i can't believe it hasn't happened yet. I, I i was saying the same thing today i'm like i i'm still pretty sure microsoft could buy sega especially after they announced that like they're getting out of the uh arcade business in japan did they after like 50 years yeah that happened i think like this weekend that got announced wow i didn't hear that um in in japan arcades are still pretty big so yeah no it's a big uh, deal i i i still could see a world where microsoft buys sega just for the ip alone they, they have so much other than sega and fantasy star they have so much dormant ip that is just sitting there it's like ripe for yeah all kinds of stuff i'm i'm still just i'm one of those people it's like please please make an hd version of skies of arcadia i'm begging you <laughs> for the love of god and i just want microsoft so- to buy them just for that just so they do that <laughs> <laughs> Also, another thing that we should note, um, this is uh, one, a very curious quote. Jim Ryan said later on in the interview, this has nothing to do with industry consolidation. This has everything to do with a shared vision and how we can do things better together. Uh, but then he goes on to say that the uh, Ryan says the firm is not done in this area. Quote, we should absolutely expect more. Yeah. We are by no means done. With PlayStation, we have a long way to go. I will personally be spending a lot of time with Pete and the team at Bungie, helping make sure everything beds down right, and that autonomy means autonomy. But elsewhere in the organization, we have many more moves to make. 
which sounds like a threat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> you haven't even so, seen my final form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I do hope like because because it'll just be interesting. Like I would love, I love the idea of like Sony being this like sleeping dragon, and then like 2022 they come out and they're just like, we bought this company, and this company, and now we have our own but Game Pass, and this that's, is happening. That's like, part of the thing, though. It's like what we were talking about last week is Sony yeah. just doesn't have the capital to do that. Like they Microsoft don't. does. No, so, no, no. no. And it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be... Sony is a sleeping bear. Microsoft is a sleeping dragon. No, no, no. The point I'm that making, dragon though, is, is like... Awoken. The, the companies that are, like, well-known enough, but not massive. Like, there aren't that many Bethesdas and Activision Blizzards. There's just... There, are, there, there aren't. aren't. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. like, your you're, like, you're Namco's or... Um, the one I, I could just see said. a world Sega. where Sony buys Namco. Yeah, like just like weird stuff like Square. that is happening. Yeah, I don't see them buying Square. I mean, I don't, I don't see know. them buying any of these people, but we don't know. We don't. Yeah, know, I, I just don't know anymore. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be I an think, interesting year. It I, already I, is. I. Part of me feels we like you could buy Square... Konami and be like, stop making pachinko machines and hot tubs. <laughs> well, you wouldn't even have to buy Konami. You could just buy all their IP. It's true. Like. They wouldn't sure. have to buy. You'd be like, them. "Hey, they you want just... it out of games, but people, the people want Castlevania, so I need that." Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of also Konami the four-year-olds want Castlevania. Also, we will treat Kojima right, so we're gonna buy Metal Gear off of you. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't yeah. want to do that. He doesn't. I, want, honestly, he's... I don't. I don't want him to do that because Death Stranding was way more interesting than Metal Gear. So yeah, I think that ship has sailed at this point, mm-hmm. at least for him. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is is fair. Yeah. So he should do what he wants to do. But that's basically all I have to say about that. Yeah. But uh, expect more uh, weird acquisition announcements from Sony in the near future, I guess. So. And Microsoft, probably. Yep. And Microsoft, probably. Although I think at this point, we're basically just playing the waiting game and seeing what they're going to do with uh, all this, all these new toys that they can play with now. Yeah. Because their, their roster is... Microsoft went from uh, Microsoft has no exclusives to we have almost all of the toys. Yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna see how we want to put how we want to play with them on our new playset. Yeah, uh, and I I am as much as the whole consolidation thing it, like sucks. Uh, I am really interested to see what happens with all these things. Yeah. In the future. Ooh, that will be interesting. Ooh, Brad. Question. Brad. Are you looking at Brad's question? I am. Brad asks, Brad Miller in the chat. Yep. What is the market cap of Konami or Square? The market. Cap. Chris. <laughs> Chris Konami. Is look this up. Konami, not so much, just because they basically have left the gaming business completely. Uh, they they basically make yeah like pachinko machines from their IP, and then they have gems. They have a bunch of gems and stuff. Yeah, and then they they do they make a lot of other random they make like medical equipment in Japan and stuff. Like they do a lot of other random stuff. They don't they don't need video they're games. A, like yeah, they're they're like who cares? Uh, Square is probably a lot. Square's still they're like pretty reverse successful. Sony. Honestly, Konami is like reverse Sony. Their gaming corner doesn't mean it. Actually, they're they're Konami go. is more like Microsoft. Uh, their their gaming part is like yeah whatever we don't care. Konami's estimated at five billion. 
Yeah. Okay. None of that has to do with games. Unless yeah. you count like gambling, gaming, but yeah, they make no, a I lot mean, of healthcare stuff. legally. Health, yeah. Legally, it is considered gaming, but it's not the same. Yeah. Square Square Enix, two billion. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. They're very successful right now. Uh, yeah. I I don't. I'd imagine Capcom might be the most of those. But Capcom, I, don't know. I could see just because I feel like they haven't. Not that Capcom's they haven't released billion. bad stuff lately, okay, but so it's just uh, come, yeah. like, what have they really, what have they really been up to? Like, other than like Devil May Cry, right? Oh, I guess they have Monster Hunter. Other Monster than, Hunter is wildly other than successful. The worldly, yeah, I was about to say, other than the worldly, the wildly successful uh, Monster, Monster Hunter franchise. Hunter. Yeah, I forgot oh. that they did. I forgot they did that. Uh, we'll put it, put it into this perspective too. Uh, Sony, <clears throat> as a whole, not just the PlayStation uh, portion, eighteen point six billion. And they just mm-hmm. bought Bungie for three something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can't make that many more <laughs> buys. Yeah, that's probably that's probably a fairly yeah. large flex for their but size. But you, you also yeah. have to think about like how many of these companies are interested in even being bought, right? Sure. Like yeah. just because someone can buy something on doesn't paper doesn't to. necessarily mean they're going to right yeah. so yeah but somebody made a good a good point uh in uh our games industry hangout space uh somebody said sony buys you know sony will buy like a publisher or something microsoft will buy a conglomerate of publishers mm-hmm. something like that yeah you know? so which is which is true like they they are dealing in different uh in different kind of echelons of things. And and this was something that was said a long time ago, but, and we mentioned it previously during the uh, Activision Blizzard discussion uh, when we had uh, Will and Becky on, uh, but the, Jesus, I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but Sony isn't, Microsoft doesn't consider Sony or PlayStation to be their competition. Their competition is like, google yeah. amazon yeah they're like, their only competition Apple. in one specific market that they happen to be in yeah so yeah and the rest yeah. of sony like while sony is a really big company like playstation seems to be like one of the only things that's really making them money and even though yeah. they have you know they have music and they have uh films Movies and, and tv yeah. and but like electronics yeah. and electronics. Yeah. It's like how much of their profits are really coming from that and how much are coming from gaming. It's like when you add it all up, they're probably making money, but based on what I've heard, like PlayStation's the one thing that's sort of like keeping them going, not keeping them like yeah. from going out of business, but just like the one thing that's sort of like increasing, it's revenue. The increasing part. revenue. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like substantially. Um, but I don't know. It's uh, yeah. industry is going to be real weird in the next few years. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's getting there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Chris, I know that we we touched on the Paramount Plus thing. Uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to say about the Halo thing or anything else like that before I get into talking about Nobody Saves the World? No, um, uh, I mean it. You know, if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. It's on uh, Paramount Plus March twenty fourth. Um. I will. I will just tell you if you've not seen it, brace yourself because Cortana looks different. Cortana definitely looks different. Halsey looks different. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Coman- was Halsey even in it? Halsey yeah. is in it. 
She's the blonde. Okay. Um, Definitely did not did, clock it, that at all. Well, the only reason I knew is because I looked up like who was who, was who in the show. Um, okay. The guy who plays It's Not Keys. Um, Wait, so the actor for Cortana and Halsey are different people? Yes. I don't know how I feel about I this. I know. I know. Oh, that's weird. And like Halsey's not okay. old. She's like huh. probably in her early forties. I mean, like, wasn't that? So yeah, hard. probably like early forties. Do you think this is going to be like a Master Chief's Year Zero thing? I mean, they show well, a they, kid that you presume is him. But yeah, but like, but like, is it's, it it's be literally like, about them first finding mission? the first Halo. Like they say, yeah, in the it looks like it was a, it looks, it looked like it was a, like a precursor to combat evolved. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense because, ah, you, yeah, but you're, the lore, you're going on like, if it's going to be canonical or not, cause it might not be, it might be its own thing. Yeah. I think it's its own thing. Cause there's other Spartans Actually, in it. No, that... no, 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 never mind, never mind. I was thinking, I was thinking first contact was at Reach and then they immediately flew away and found the first Halo, but that's not actually not, true. No, no. That's just, that's just the first time the Covenant attacked a, a planet, planet yeah. of theirs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this could be, this could lead up to Reach, I guess, which could be cool. Yeah. That's an interesting maybe. time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, or, or they're doing their own thing. I have no idea. Like they may... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much t- they care about us. Like, of, of it might not be canon. Like, yeah, <laughs> they might just be like, "Halo is cool. Let's just make a story in that world." Yeah. They're like, it's "Let's totally just make a TV show. We'll get the yeah. gamers." And then, he, and then he dies in the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a totally different thing altogether. I, somebody did a deep dive. Somebody, uh, I, I apologize for whoever wrote the script for it for IGN because um, they like you could tell they definitely like knew Halo um, and like the extended universe and the books and everything. Um, but the Spartans that are in the show, um, like the one guy, the one guy's from Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, is like they're they're referenced throughout the entire book series, or, or like in different parts of the book. Series. Is it like Linda and Fred and those people? I think so. Yeah. So is it, that's Blue Team. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's that's uh, that's John's squad. Okay. But yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, I, I don't know. Um. Like I, I've only read Fall Reach, and that was like 15 years ago. Um, the interesting thing about that is if they actually carry that through, like John is actually one of the weakest people on Blue Team. Oh wow! Uh, like uh, dev- other people are like better shots or stronger or faster. Like the John's thing is that he's lucky. Like he's just he is he just ends up being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's that's his thing. So uh, we're in which is cool zero six six. Soren 066? Riz, Kai, Vanek. Well, none of those are that. They could all be they could all be new people. I have no just, idea. Just a little just We'll a little see. Throwaway. I don't know. I will watch it. I'll I, definitely yeah, I don't watch it. I'll report it. back, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's that's cool. That was a bit meatier of a discussion than I was anticipating. Yeah. But you know, it's uh it's Substantial news that that uh, that has to do with uh, a company that uh, the three of us have a lot of love for, whether it's from Destiny, which is how we all met in the first place, or Halo, which is something that you know I think holds a special place for for us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's back but yeah, there. so that 
that uh, let's get into some of the stuff that we've been playing. I I'll, I'll briefly mention a uh, new character came out in Guilty Gear, Biken. She's really really cool. I'm sure you've seen her. Her key art is outrageous and has actually gotten some people demonetized uh, on YouTube uh, for nudity. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me while I look this up. For <laughs> it's it's excessive. Uh, but it, I I also don't think it looks great. I think she looks great except for the area in question, which just is just come on guys. But anyway, holy tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look up uh Biken B A I K E N Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, she's awesome though. She's a one-armed, one-eyed samurai. She's really strong. I've been playing her. She I'm basically treating her like my new main character in this game. She's a lot of fun. She's got like a counter and uh, where her arm used to be, she's got like this chain uh, that comes out and like smacks people in the face with a giant club. Chesticles aside, it's a cool design. Um, yes, she's yeah, extremely, like she's cool extremely design. cool. She has tons Jeebus. of swagger. She's she's a badass. Reminds uh, me a lot of... um. Very gruff. It actually reminds me a lot of Android 21 from... Uh, um, Fighters. From uh, DBFC? Yeah. Yep. It's like the yep. hair and everything. Yeah, she's really, really cool. Her hair has actually gotten bigger. Oh, wow. uh, one of the, not the only thing that's gotten bigger in her design. If you look at the original Guilty Gear, mm-hmm. if you look at it, like she was very, she was like wasting away. Like, and she was in this like very this loose This seems like a very, uh, a quiet situation from like Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, oh, well, she breathes mm. through her skin. Oh, yeah, and you're like, well, ex- oh come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be, it would be like, it would be like, what if, it would be like that if Quiet was also in the original Metal Gear and uh, she was like super thin and emaciated and looked like a street urchin and then turned into yeah. what she was in Metal Gear Solid 5. That would be basically what happened. Hmm. Uh, with biking but she's a lot anyway. of fun uh game game is a lot of fun and uh that's something that i've been playing um also been playing a little bit of let me look up the name so i don't screw it up oh my god where is it i thought i put it up here oh uh what is it oh my god i don't want to screw it up uh gunvolt chronicles luminous avenger ix2 i think sure i've always wanted to play those games like it, the, there's there's like Azure Gunvolt Oh my Chronicles. god, I nailed it. I got it right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing uh, uh, Gunvolt Chronicles. Uh, I was saying a key for this uh, from Inti Creates. Great studio. Uh, and I, I will say this is uh, more straightforward. I'm only like three chapters in, I think, so far. Um, <clears throat> I I didn't really, as, as I talked about previously, I didn't really care for Dragon Marked for Death. But uh, this one is way more my speed. This is a lot like um, a combination of playing uh, like Mega Man X and playing like one of the games with zero in it, um, because so you Mega have Man like zero. a three. You have like a like a close. Um, well, or like the ZX games, you know, right? Like which are which are like different. Uh, it it feels way more like the ZX games, except where ZX is like really, 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 really hard. Uh, and punishing and stuff. This game is very easy. You have a heal that heals you from to absolute full health, and you can use it anytime you want. So ostensibly, you 
could never die the whole game if you're just like very like there was there was a, a part when I was running through this area and like the lava was filling up and I actually went back to I was I spent a little bit of extra time trying to get a collectible like over on the side and the lava actually caught up with me and it was like really chunking my health because you're supposed to die because you're in lava but I just kept mashing heal and I was actually almost able to like keep <laughs> running through the lava and like get out. It was really ridiculous. Uh, but I think that that makes this actually a more accessible uh, thing for people for whom like they like Mega Man, but maybe it's a little bit too hard uh, or they just want to have like a nice safety net that they can play with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing it on PC. I got it on Steam. Um, and I've been liking it. Uh, it's, it's uh, I, I don't love the music. Uh, in like the first two levels. The third level has some pretty good music. Um, but like that is something that I really equate with like these Mega Man style games is like they have kind of chunky like, you know, 8-bit, 16-bit soundtracks that are like very rhythmic and fun. Um, and then the gameplay, the gameplay being really good. Um, there are like special abilities that you can get from the different bosses when you beat them just like Mega Man. Um, except uh, instead of having to fish for like picking up energy packs and stuff when you use that uh, special, you use all the energy up and then it just refills uh, automatically. So it's like, it's very approachable. This feels like a game that like wants you to play it, wants you to enjoy it and have a good time. Uh, And so far it doesn't completely hit on all cylinders as far as like, I, I, until I like got a few more abilities from uh, like acquiring currency and like picking them up from the menu. There's a bunch of stuff. You can see what all of it is and you pick it up just from uh, little like kind of rupee drops that enemies drop all the time. Uh, and you can, there's one that's like reduces all your damage to one when you're standing still on the ground, which is like really powerful and you can get it almost immediately. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff like that where it's like magnet for money and it just sucks everything in from across the screen when you kill somebody um, and the expand on your move sets and these sorts of things. Um, I'm still fairly early, but, uh, it, it's pretty fun. And, uh, I will say of the Gunvolt games that I've played so far, this might be my favorite, uh, either that or, uh, or, uh, Mighty Gunvolt Burst, uh, which is the like hybrid. That was like a top down uh, one, wasn't it? On Switch? Or my, no, 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 no. It about? was, uh, it was, it was on Switch, but that was the, um, oh my God. That was the, um. Mighty Number no. Nine uh, and oh, Gunvolt, Azure, oh, yeah. Azure uh, Slasher Gunvolt, uh, like kind of mashup. Yep. Which was kind of like Mega Man Powered Up, um, if you played any of that, like back on the PSP. Which great game, great game. Yeah, I'm thinking of Blast. That's Master. my favorite version of of Mega Man One. Yeah, no, 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 no yeah. not Blast Master at all. Yeah, but this is uh, I would I would say that either this or uh, or Mighty Gunvolt Burst are my favorite of this kind of series of games so far uh, i didn't play the 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 previous uh uh gunvolt chronicles game uh the only ones that i've played is i kind of dipped my toe into uh azure striker gunvolt which i didn't it didn't really vibe with me um but this one is like more my speed i think uh, just because like there's a real big focus on movement it looks more like Mega Man x which it has like a really prominent place in my heart uh, and stuff like that. I'll definitely uh, get back with you guys as I play more of it. Uh, one thing that was weird was, um, as I said, I am playing it on PC. My gaming laptop really chugged when trying to play it, hmm. um, which is odd. 
Uh, yeah, I'm for that kind of sure game. Sure, must why. be like an optimization thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but then I played it on my desktop where I've got my my what is it, thirty eighty Ti or whatever. Well, yeah, it's a, like ran totally. So isn't it a side scrolling pixel game? Like it is. Yeah, it is. But that's but it's like this. Like my laptop runs like Dark Souls three at sixty frames. That's so like so I'm weird. not sure why. Yeah. But like just keep that in mind. So if you're trying to pick this up on like a a lower end PC, like maybe check it out on console instead. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. I'm not sure actually how much it is. I should check on that, but I'll, I'll, I'll get that back to you when I do like my final uh, review on it, but I'm having fun with it so far. So I, I think you should, I think you should, if that sort of a thing, if you've been looking for like a Mega Man, I was actually just thinking about this. I was just thinking about like, man, Mega Man 11 was so good. Maybe I should go replay that. And then like, I got the press release for this and I was like, oh, hey, uh, like one of these types of games. Way to like, scratch let's, the let's itch. Freaking... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, I'm hoping that it continues to kind of grow and develop and uh, and like the moveset kind of speaks to me a little bit more as I go on and unlock more abilities. But right now, um, the first couple of things that you get are pretty cool. Um, even if even if I don't think it reaches the levels of like a Mega Man X or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's still it's still like, I would say probably above average in the space, which I think is actually kind of plagued with a lot of not very impressive games. Hmm. So I would agree, but we'll see. Uh, Chris, what did you say you'd been up to this week? What were you, what were you playing? I've been playing a little game <gasps> called Pokemon legends, Arceus or Arceus, oh. whatever it is. I say, I say Arceus. I think it I is Arceus, but I always forget. I always thought it was Arceus or something, but whatever. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, so made up, made up. Word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write this down Arceus Arceus or Arceus <laughs> it uh how is it it's great it's great but it it's not perfect and it's not the fault a lot of it a lot of it is it's not the fault of the game it's the hardware that it's running on um which I mean this is how many times we got to talk about this I know I know but there's a oh I should have grabbed it I'll I'll tweet it later. Somebody on, um, I think it was the NVC like Facebook group, right? Some somebody with two switches posted a picture of this game running on a standard switch next to an OLED one. On an OLED one, it looks great. Like it, like the the art direction, like really comes through, and like it, it doesn't look like a mess. I couldn't imagine playing this game undocked on a regular switch. Because of how muddy it looks. Good thing I didn't buy it. Like, that's what I'd be doing. I mean, I haven't seen it. Like, I could try it on the light. But even that, like, the pixel density is tighter. Like, it looks better on a, a light. Um, but it is, like, at least the, the photo this guy posted, like, it is jarring. Have that you being seen s- all of the, like, side-by-sides of that and, like, Breath of the Wild? And just no. how not great it looks in comparison? Uh, yeah like it you can tell they're trying to do this like almost like bob ross painting aesthetic (laughs) um like throughout like as far as the landscapes are concerned and it just Uh like doesn't come to paint a muddy little pokemon yeah yeah, like it just it doesn't come through um kind of looks like a togepi but yeah you know we tried (laughs) like the if you squint it looks like a pokemon the gameplay loop and the changes that they made to it, I'm I'm tremendously impressed. Like I'm I can't believe how uh, sucked in I've gotten 
to this game uh, because I've heard this is the one where, where it's like, it doesn't really land, but it takes some swings. It, and they, they it do takes swing. Stuff. Yeah. It takes swings and it makes me excited for another one of these that like is either running on better hardware or is better optimized, better art direction, like all that. This is a great first attempt. Um, Have you tried this on Yuzu? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah, I need to. Um, but I've been playing it on Switch so much that I haven't yeah. had time. Um, mm-hmm. I was. Just, I'm just really curious if like I actually haven't if, seen like, how it looks on Yuzu either. Um, I'm sure there's videos of it out there, but um, uh, Will, for, Will has done it. Oh, has yeah, he? He told me. He told me how to. I just haven't taken the time to do it myself. Yeah. No, I mean it. Um, for, the weird thing is like, I don't think Yuzu can fix a lot of the problems that this game has. Like as far as performance hmm. is concerned. Like what I will say is they were very smart in what they chose to dial back. Um in order for what's happening like in the immediate area to run well. So you're typically focused with or your primary, like uh, like your eye is focused on like the 10 or 20 feet around your character that you're running around with. And then everything else around it looks pretty bad. Um, so you'll see, like if you look up any video of any of the gameplay of it, you'll see like, uh, a gold bat flying or something like way in the distance. And it's at like five frames a second. Like it'll do this. I mean, that's a pretty common thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's noticeable for sure. And when you Not see on it, something you're playing on series X or PS, I mean, yeah, I, I would, but I would say that's a common thing in a lot of open world games where they like lower the, sure. you know, yeah. resolution of stuff. Or it'll like be at like, yeah. 240p yeah. yeah but then everything that's around you is like super snappy like i really haven't had many uh like frame rate dips or anything like that I th- the only time it happens is if like you're spinning around a lot like really quickly in jubilife which is like the town that everything takes place in um but other than that like it that sounds like a meal supplement <laughs> <Yeah>. jubilife <laughs> catch the fever made out of jujubes um it's it's very addictive, though. Like, yeah. I want nothing more than to hang up this call and just go play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it all day, and I keep looking at the clock ticking by, and I'm like, God, I'm not going to have time to play today, and that sucks. And then tomorrow, Jess has off, and I'm not going to be able to play that either. <laughs> um, so the she's already got, like, 15 hours in it or something. Um, yeah, she's obsessed with it. So the whole deal with this game is you everybody everybody on my timeline is playing this game yeah and i like i just came to the realization of like snap i have not been putting aside enough money for the steam deck and if it goes live i'm gonna it have goes to live they said when it goes stuff. live though it goes live on the on february uh 25th, 25th. and then you have yeah. three days to exactly exactly and i gotta i can't buy anything right now yeah. <laughs> so that's that's why i didn't that's why i didn't get arceus yeah I mean, wait. Um, yeah. It so so the whole premise of this is uh, for those who don't know, which you many of you may at this point. So I'll just I'll keep it short. Um, you are dropped into this like it, it's Sinnoh, but it's like when Sinnoh like first started out, um, and you were creating the first Pokedex. So you're helping this Pokemon professor go around and gather information. So it's not like you see a Pokemon once like you would in the other games and it's like, Oh, okay. Like I recognize this one mm. and then you catch it and then you have everything. It, it'll give you different objectives. So it'll be like catch. Um, and th- they're all this way, but it'll be like battle this Pokemon five times, battle this Pokemon 10 times, 15, 20, 25 catch 
5, 10, 15, 20 of them, like however many it may be. And every single time you get like a little stamp in your Pokedex and it's like, okay, you completed this objective. It's almost like a, um, like a destiny bounty system kind of loop. Like that's the, that's the saddest. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, Like that's the like gratifying, (laughs) like, oh, I I did a thing. And like when you're done being out in the world um, and exploring, like whether it's you, you know, you're out of resources or you need to buy more items or, um, you know, you just want to see everything you have or your party's all knocked out. Eventually, you go back to the Pokemon professor and he's like, all right, let's tally up everything that you did. And if you have like a huge variety of Pokemon that you've encountered, um, you'll get more points for that or however many objectives you completed, you'll get points for that and stuff like that. And every single time you um, do that, you start to work up to like uh, a new rank. Like they have like a 10 star rank system. Um, and completing one will get you like new items or a new location to visit and the story will progress and things like that um but Hmm. they do a really good job at least so far like i'm still i'm like 10 or 12 hours in they're still like introducing new gameplay mechanics like it's not like it's pokemon like and you know everything to expect like there's like a darkness zone like similar to the division in this game that like will randomly pop up in places um Hmm. And Pokemon, like, will straight up, like, fuck you up if you go in and you are not prepared. Like, you have to go in with revives and potions and, um, you know, like, a really beefy team. Otherwise, like, you will not be able to take them out. Um, hmm. The other, which brings me to another thing. The, it is a lot more difficult, like, than the majority of other Pokemon games that we've gotten in the last four or five years. Um, there is a lot of... Like it's still that rock paper scissors. Sun was pretty tough. Yeah, like it's it's probably yeah. as difficult as that. Um, but in terms uh-huh. of like the the level differences between what you encounter and things like that, um, like you may encounter one that is either like an alpha Pokemon, which I'll get into in a minute, um, or um, just a higher level in general. And it, if it's a your first encounter with it, it straight up will not tell you how powerful it is. Um, what type it is or anything like that. And you just kind of have to figure it out if you, you know, don't know anything about it. Um, and there's a very good chance you won't be able to beat it because you're just like not ready, but it's there in the wild and you just have to figure it out. Um, so it's, it's a much different, like less linear, uh, more grown up approach to this same formula that we've been using for 20 years or however long it's been 21 years something like that yeah yeah um that's wild i i love like 90 percent of what they've done there's there's very little that i don't like about this game and it's my my problems are mainly aesthetic and performance and that's nintendo i can't i can't do anything about that <laughs> yeah is this uh one last question and then we can move on yeah uh is this similar to breath of the wild where like you think they can't go back to the old way of doing things yep and they should just really okay a thousand percent like and if they do now i'm 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 in the mindset of like if they do i just won't play it like the idea of going back to the i didn't even finish the diamond and pearl remakes that came out in november 
Um, I think I got to like the third gym and I was like, this whole formula is tired. Um, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I, like, I'm, there was a while where I think everybody expected that they were going to do like silver and gold in the let's go formula. And at this point, I don't, I don't know that they will. Um, especially with COVID, like I feel like Pokemon go has kind of had its moment and not, people don't really talk about it anymore. I, I mean that, that game still makes a lot of money. Does it? Oh yeah. Like they, a lot of people came back to it during COVID because of all the changes they made. Like I remember there was drama about them oh, that's right. reversing some of the changes they'd made dur- during COVID and like players getting really frustrated about that. Oh. Uh, Cause there were a bunch of people with accessibility issues who like literally couldn't play the game who all of a sudden with all of the COVID changes actually could play the game. And then when they were turning them back, like you're taking away my ability to actually play the game anymore yeah. and stuff. Uh, no, that game still makes so much money. It's wow. unreal how much money that game makes. But the, uh, like, I, I don't, if they, the point I'm trying to make is if they make a let's go like silver, gold, whatever, I don't know that I would go and play them at this point. Like this is, this is the only kind of Pokemon game that I want right now. Mm. Um, okay. and it has a lot of legs. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going, I'm going to be playing this for a while. So, well, I mean, based off of that, I I hope at the very least we will get new Pokemon games in the standard format and new Pokemon Legends games like this. Yeah. Uh, if they don't totally switch over to this sort of a of a format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I, I, I've i really enjoyed Pokemon for a long time. Uh, I mean, you guys know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm kind of in the same... It's it's kind of it's kind of the same of, of like... I played Persona 3, I played Persona 4, I played Persona 5. I don't know if I want to play Persona 6. Yeah. Unless they've really come out and wow me. Just because I'm just like... I've seen it. I get what you're, I've seen this I get what you're doing. Yeah. I've seen it. This is too long. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. I uh, the, the first relatively long game that I've played lately from start to finish, uh, I'm actually about to talk about... Uh, nobody saves the world and beyond that and it's and it's it's a totally new thing yeah you know so like that's that's part of what kind of kept me engaged and kept my interest mm-hmm. um but do, do we have any other pokemon thoughts before we move it on uh, i noticed mom jump uh called out agile attacks and strong attacks yeah so uh, is that what is that so when you go into battle as you level up um your pokemon they can get uh, the agile and strong versions of like whatever moves that they have if they've been in your party long enough and they're a high enough level um, so an agile attack would be one that may attack more quickly and then I believe it has the chance to attack twice um, if it if it hits um, the strong attack is like a beefed up version of whatever move that you would have done normally um, so it creates more damage but um, it uh, you may have to go second. So, like, that could make or break, you know, mm. depending on the situation. Um, I've typically only used the strong attack so far. Um, I don't know why. I just I haven't really done a lot with the agile. But it is a cool – and then there's a cool little like, animation whenever they do it. Um, it's it's a, a nice addition. I mean, even, like, the battle system when you um, – like, so you find a Pokemon out in the wild um, – you throw one of your Pokeballs at it, doesn't catch them. 
a lot of times they'll get like really upset, like the Pokemon that you're trying to catch, and they'll actually start chasing <laughs> you down and try to attack you. Um, so then you like switch over to your actual like somebody in your party, throw a Pokeball at them, and a battle immediately starts like right there on the screen. And you can run around like while you're in the middle of doing it. Um, so and, does like, it feel more immersive because of that? Oh my god, yeah. Um, you can get like different angles and stuff like that, but you can also like if you stand in the middle of them, you can actually get hit by whatever attacks they're throwing out, which is kind of funny. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but they uh, and then you know while that's happening, it plays out like a normal battle. Um, but it's it's very quick. Like you're, it's not like you're waiting for the text to pop up and to load, and you're going into different menus. Like the menus just like on screen while the battle is happening. Um. It's not like you're going to different sub menus and things like that. Um, I like that. And then I whenever like you're ready, and it's to... really fast. Like I used to like take off the animations when I was like just trying to like speed level run up your it yeah. Like, ah, it's just takes just takes too long. Yeah. come on. Yeah, and then whenever you're ready to um, catch one of them, it'll uh, you can hit ZR and then it'll say like, oh, do you want to try catching this Pokemon? And then you just throw it. Um, so it's like super, super snappy. And then, like, as all that's happening, like, let's say you throw the Pokeball and you're like, all right, I'm confident it's going to, it's like a level two, whatever. Um, you can literally just start running away. And then it'll be like, you caught so and so, like, out in the background. And you're just like, all right, like, on to the next one, like, doing whatever. So, like, there's no downtime so you can in do, this game. You can do your called shot, like, Babe Fruit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to knock this one out. Boom. All right. <laughs> how, how long nice. until you think you get tired of the formula, though? That's what I'm. I don't know because so far they keep adding new mechanics, whether it's like I can ride Pokemon or I can like dig for treasure or this like dark zone thing. Like they keep adding a little bit more. And then every time they do that, they're introducing new Pokemon into like what I have to catch and what I have to battle and, and everything like that. Um, so so it, they're, they're, they're pacing it nicely. Yeah. Like the, the mix up is very good. Um, I haven't really had a moment where I've been like, all right, I'm ready to do something else. It's been like, fuck, four hours have gone by and I have to go to bed. <laughs> I mean, that's what you love. You love to see it that way. Yeah. But I, if, if anybody's on the fence about it, I, I can't recommend it enough. Um, just know full well that it may look like butt and it may run like butt, but you'll have fun doing it. <laughs> you'll have a butt ton of fun. That's right. <laughs> Josh, yo, let's talk about something you've been doing this week before I yeah. monopolize the space to talk about uh, a game that's dope. I played a game called Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, you see this? You heard about this? Um, <laughs> you heard about this? It's on Game Pass, baby. <laughs> yeah. So this was originally called uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and then when COVID happened, they changed the title. Awkward. Um, it is essentially rainbow six siege but a pve game in which you fight these like virus zombies it's very strange uh it's it's a little odd um is it like hive busters from gears of war you know i haven't done hive busters in gears of war um yeah no i reviewed that i know you I did uh and i that's <laughs> one of those read. things i've been meaning to do uh but i i, I always forget about it um so I don't know the answer to that question. Maybe someone else knows the okay. answer to that question, but uh, the uh, it's it's a little odd. But basically, the core concept is there's this like weird 
virus alien things, whatever they are. There's like some kind of core setup, um, but you're like, you know, you're Rainbow Six, you're super tactical and you're going in and like um, doing a bunch of objectives <laughs> in a mission. So your missions will last like, I don't know, like 10 minutes or so. But unlike something like uh, Left for Dead or a, um, you know, Back for Blood or whatever, in this game, it is you're you're a member of a SWAT team and they are trying to get you to be st like stealthy. Like you actually get more points and do better when you're stealthy. So you're sneaking around, you're like trying to be silent. There's certain things that if you do them, it will like activate the horde and they'll kind of know where you are and they make get makes it harder. Um there's like ways uh, to like see through walls and stuff. So you use all of the tools that you would use in like Rainbow Six Siege. So you have like your drones and you have these little cars that have cameras on them that you roll around and like tag and ping things and you have to do all these all this stuff. And it's kind of neat. Um, I would say my one big issue with it is that after you've done like two or three, you start to kind of just see the same objectives kind of over and over again and they get remixed, right? But it's kind of like, I'm kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And um, there's not really like a loot grind to it. Like there's a bunch of characters that you unlock. And as you level up, you unlock those characters. They're not like, they're not things you buy. Um, and each of the characters have like their own guns and their own uh, like special abilities. Like some of them, um, one of the ones that I really liked using, like she could do this ping thing um, and you could see enemies and stuff through walls, uh, which was incredibly helpful because sometimes you just turn a corner and there's one of these dumb things looking right at you, you know, and then you got to either kill it Surprise! incredibly fast <laughs> before it screams or you're screwed, right? Uh, and some other people have like different abilities where they can throw like mines down and then like detonate them um it has that whole thing too uh from rainbow six siege where you can like shoot holes in walls or like barricade up the walls or the windows and stuff so if you have a, a part where like you have to fight a horde if you're playing the right characters you can like set mines you can board up the windows and stuff to try and create choke points so it gets really tactical that way the problem is that like a lot of the early content is just too easy not too easy like for queuing with people but i feel like if you're playing with two friends you're not going to find it that difficult. And a lot of the difficult stuff I feel like is way later and you don't unlock it till later. So part of me is like, well, like, do I want to grind? Like after playing for a couple hours, I was like, do I really want to grind to play this really hard stuff? Like I don't really have anyone to play with. Right. Uh, and then just like, do I want to level up all these characters and do I want to do this? It was like, I don't know, like maybe, it's, it's kind of strange because it feels like a free-to-play game they're charging money for. But it is on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can try it. So it's but, kind of free-to-play, but not really. Yeah, it's it's just odd. It's like not. It's very unlike all of the things that Ubisoft has made in the last like decade, maybe other than Rainbow Six Siege, which is more just like a live service multiplayer game, right? Yeah, because uh, for that, they do, like, regular drops, right? Like, content drops? Siege is incredibly popular, so well, it no, still like, gets new characters and stuff. But you have to pay for it. Yes. Okay. I, I think you I mean. can earn certain things, like uh, like in Apex, right? Like, you can play Apex for free 
and get like cosmetics a lot of the cosmetics and a lot of the characters and stuff for free just by yeah. playing but like you can pay for those shortcuts or like there's certain cosmetics where they only sell them i think rainbow six siege is the same way where it's like you could okay. grind for these characters but you can also just buy them outright uh in this game though it's like you unlock a bunch of characters and one of the weird things that's really unique about it and i don't know how to feel about it is like if you go to a mission and your character like dies quote unquote you can't play them anymore until like when you queue up for another mission you might have one of your objectives might be to rescue an agent and if you have a character who's been like killed basically they get they get captured is the idea you have to do this objective where you save them and like take them to the helicopter and stuff and then you can play as them again like they get That's they get wild. unlocked in your roster it is very weird um the other thing too is like if you any damage you take on a mission is like kept between missions so it's to incentivize you to use a bunch of different characters because your other characters have to heal between missions it's like star stuff. fox so it's like XCOM. yeah <laughs> kind of yeah it's it's but it's just really odd and and i think the idea is to just make the game longer because you can't like just level up a character super fast to get to that you know the end game stuff faster uh but it's just it's kind of odd i've i've i it's i don't hate it but I don't really love it either. It's just kind of like, I don't know if this needs to be oh, that's here. Interesting. You know, yeah. It's just kind of strange. Um, it feels padded. Yeah, like it's a cool idea on paper, <laughs> but it's just kind of like, do we need this? Like, yeah. does it make the game better? And I would say not really, yeah, say, but it yeah. doesn't yeah. make the game worse either. Yeah. So it's just kind of like you don't necessarily think that somebody was asking the question, "Is this fun?" Yeah, like, I, it's just something that they like they got did it. they they did it and they were kind of like it's kind of interesting and then it kind of just stuck like maybe at some <laughs> they were like at some point maybe this will be interesting and then it never quite got there right it's just still kind of like mm -hmm. it's, it's there it's kind of interesting I don't know um, it it is an interesting idea of like making something possible to, to like things that we as gamers take for granted lives these sorts of things mm -hmm. continues taking that and making that like part of the world and part of the story some games have done that successfully but like in a game like this that is an interesting idea of like when you died you didn't actually die you just got knocked out and then captured and then somebody else has to come back and save mm -hmm. you but doing that at the expense of being able to actually play as that character that you like and have put time into and have leveled up in this game yeah I, I don't i don't know if what you're buying that, is worth what you sold that being get. said yeah. the characters are little more than basically their ability and there are a ton of characters like there's i think when you start okay. the game you have like 10 which is a lot um but like most of your upgrades are like global so when you uh, when you buy okay. So it's not a huge deal. It's not a huge loss. It's just kind of like, oh, great. Well, I'm going to get them back like in the next mission probably. But like when I unlock, you know, my, I forget what it's called, but it's this mine that shoots out like these like sensor lasers basically. Um, when I unlock that, it's not character specific. That's just a piece of gear that I can equip. So like before every mission, okay. I'm picking my character and then I'm picking a loadout. And that could be in my loadout if I want, just I, because I choose to, right? Uh, so it's you don't lose a ton, but at the same time, 
it goes back to the thing where it's, it's like kind of it doesn't obnoxious. make the game actively <laughs> worse but it doesn't make yeah. it doesn't add anything i don't feel like in, you know interesting to it either i don't know it's a real yeah. it's an odd game but i didn't hate it but i but i would say i didn't i didn't like love it either like i don't are you know gonna keep I'm, playing it i don't know i maybe but i i almost booted it up the other day and then i was like yeah I, like, I was like i is, could go do something in final fantasy and do you think that. that's hey, why it's on game pass because they were Joshua like Mobley. they knew it was a tough sell uh maybe i'm sure some people will really like it um but it's odd because it basically is if you ever played rainbow six siege it plays exactly like Rainbow Six Siege. It's the same engine. It looks the same. It controls the same. It's just PVE. It's, it's just PVE. And I'm like, but the people that are into... So if you're into that, yeah. The people that are into Rainbow Six Siege are like not, probably not going to be into PVE because yep. they that kind of I mean, game is like very competitive and those people are going to be very competitive and want to do that. In this game, it's like none of that. It's it's You're shooting these weird virus aliens, you know? But if you gave me the choice between the two, I would definitely pick the latter. Like I would, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely somebody for whom organizing this level of teamwork and execution against a horde of AI is more interesting and more fun and more relaxed to me You know what? than going online and being super competitive. You know what this feels like? It feels like a gateway drug for Maybe. Rainbow Six Siege proper. Like maybe I feel you put I feel this on like, Game Pass, get people to play this, and then be I mean, like, Yo, Siege you is also on Game Pass. Oh, is it really? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, but you know, somebody like me who is like, it's you gotta pull teeth just to get me to like try a multiplayer game. Like I'm, I'd be way. I've more, had to pull out several of his teeth trying can't to can't confirm. But like the the idea of just hopping into a PVE and be like, you know what, I'll just see how this plays, and then being like, oh. I do like how this plays. Hey, uh-huh. if they can get a couple people to do that, like it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's. I would say my opinion is go try it on Game Pass and see if you like. If yeah. any of that sounded interesting, interesting to you, like go try it. But uh, assuming you have, assuming you have Game Pass, um, but I, my opinion is like a little lukewarm, but. I also didn't. I didn't hate it, but I it didn't like grab me in the way that I thought maybe it would. If that makes sense. Joshua Mobley of the platformer says, "I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it." <laughs> there's, there's a bit. It's that, perfectly that, fine, that, uh, I would say. But there's a bit on one of my favorite movie uh, podcasts called The Flop House where somebody will say something about the movie and then somebody frames it as like a box quote yeah. or, or, or like a pull quote. And I love that. Like, <laughs> meh, raves Joshua Mobley of the Platformers podcast. I just yeah. love that. That's great. It plays well. It looks great. It's just... Uh, plays well, looks well. It's got good teeth. It, it, yeah, it, it, it remains to be seen. I don't know if I'll, if I'll get far enough, but um, part of me wanted it to feel more like a, like a raid in a in a game mm-hmm. right uh and it doesn't really feel like that like it and maybe it does later but it was like for all of me for me having all these tools these tactical tools right i should feel like i'm using them but i don't really feel like i'm doing that i feel like i'm just kind of like shooting stuff and i'm done you know like yeah. so they feel like the, they feel like in destiny they feel like a lead up to a boss instead of a boss 
Yeah, sure. Like, where it's just like, oh, we got to clear out this trash, and we don't really need all these ridiculous abilities that we have. But, yeah. You know. it, yeah, it was like a strike on easy, kind of, is sort of the... Okay. Yeah. We're just going through here, going through the motions. I got you. So, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about something for a while, and it's not going to be lukewarm, because I love this game. Hooray. Uh, I want to talk about Nobody Saves the World, uh, which uh, I got a review key for from our lovely, lovely friends uh, over at Pop Agenda. Uh, long may they reign. Uh, but uh, Nobody Saves the World, also on Game Pass. Uh, and you should absolutely play this game. This is by Drinkbox. Drinkbox, the makers of Guacamelee, Guacamelee 2, Mutant Blobs Attack, uh, About a Blob, uh, Severed, all that sort of stuff. This is their new one. This is a top-down uh, RPG, hack and slash, kind of. It's, it's Zelda-ish. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, the, the dungeons are also procedurally generated. Why do I feel like we talked uh, about this last week, or am I forget, or am I insane? We got impressions of it a little bit last mm. week. We got impressions, but now I've, like, done, basically okay. 100%ed it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, He's I've done the nasty to it. Because I was like, I feel like I spoke of my opinion on this already, but I haven't played anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but now I've I've beaten it, and I've S-ranked every character. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I've maxed out every character, gotten every ability, um all that sort of stuff i did not do new game plus so i i don't have i don't have like the 100 percent of all the achievements because like there's a couple of them that i just like i don't really care about uh but i did all the stuff that i wanted to do and i went back to it after i beat it uh this week which is something i didn't necessarily expect to do but i want i i was having so much fun leveling up the different characters seeing their specific challenges and like completing that and going through that loop like that was so much fun to me that I just I just wanted more, even after I had beaten it. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, so one thing I will say is that if you've not been impressed by the trailers and have not particularly been interested in this game because of what the trailers looked like, uh, ignore the trailers because they do this game absolutely no justice. I love Drinkbox. Um, I've played Guacamelee, Guacamelee Two and uh, severed and 100%ed all of those. Uh, you never and played Mutant I watched... Blobs? No. Was that the one um, uh, the v- on Vita where you were the blob and you would eat stuff? I love that game. That game's a great so game. fun. Yeah. Guacamelee I think also. I probably have it. I have it on, on Vita, but I think Drinkbox's, uh, the first game I played of theirs was Guacamelee. Mm. Yeah. Which was dope Mute... because it's a, it's a Metroidvania. Mutant so, Blobs yeah. is a game you could beat like in an afternoon. Like I think it's only like yeah. three hours long. Yeah, it's but, not long at all. But it's, it's, a, it's just, a cute little game. It's just yeah, it's a cute little thing that you don't have to pay too much they attention that, to. Yeah, they gave that away with PS Plus, right? On Vita, I think probably so. at some point. I think okay. so. Yeah, I think I think I have that. So I may I may fire that up. Uh, you know, one weekend or something yeah. like that. But um, nobody saves the world was the first one that they announced that I was like, I don't know if this one is for me. Like they keep bouncing to they they do this thing like. Um, like Supergiant Games does, uh, where like every time they're like trying something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Supergiant, I've liked all their stuff that I've played. Um, but this time I was just like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me because you're just this rat running around chewing on people and it looks, it's got that kind of like thin aesthetic and it, like it just did, it looked kind of cheap. 
in the trailer and uh which is something that like I definitely understand is like part of their aesthetic like Guacamole kind of looked like that and Severed kind of looked like that uh, uh even to a greater extent um but man this game is super fun uh and uh it's got like a kind of a light breezy sense of humor like a lot of their stuff does um Severed was like significantly darker than the other games uh, that they had done. And this is back to like that kind of light guacamole tone. Um, Severed was their like kind of first person fantasy star one esque dungeon yeah. game. Right. I never like played RPG. fantasy star one, but it is, it was first person yeah. and it was a, uh, a touch based game. Uh, I played it on uh, Vita when it first came out. Oh, there you go. Mutant Bob's deck. It's also on switch. Uh, hey, uh, but yeah, it was on uh, Vita and then it went to Switch later uh, with Severed. And it's about this girl who got, uh, who had her arm cut off. And I did not uh, then care she for got like, uh... you didn't like Severed? I never finished it. It just didn't oh, I liked me. it. I don't know I why. I liked it. It's the only, it's one of the very few uh, touch based games that I really liked. You know, I felt like I got lost a lot in that game. And I think that was kind of the point. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I just got frustrated and quit. Yeah, I, I I didn't, but like I I don't get lost in a lot of games because like I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. You're lucky. It, just, it doesn't. Uh, your your mileage may vary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this uh this game's dope. Uh, you wake up and you're this like white little androgynous nobody. naked child. Yeah. Yeah, and you wake up in the, in this shed and you have no idea what happened, but uh you very quickly realize that uh the most powerful wizard in the world, uh, is missing and uh the world is ending and people need him and so basically you're like all right i'm gonna um i'm gonna try to figure out what's going on around here and you go into this house and you find this magic wand and somebody tries to take it away from you and they lock you in the dungeon but while you're down there you learn how to transform into a rat and you slip through a tunnel and you get out uh and this is kind of the beginning of the rhythm of this game um but once you get uh, the rat form, which is the first one that you get, you're able to shift freely between your nobody form and your rat form. And uh, each of these uh, classes that you will unlock, each of these forms that you, uh, that you obtain, uh, has two things that are built into them. There's their signature attack, which builds up your mana, which fuels all of your special abilities. And, and that is uh, on like the, the, the cross button on PlayStation or the A button on Xbox. Uh, and then you have one of your passive abilities. So for the rat, your passive ability is that all of your attacks deal poison damage uh, and like tick up the poison meter on enemies. And once that fills up, then they'll start taking like ticking uh, damage over time uh, of the poison element and elements are important. Um, and then their signature thing is, okay, I'm gonna chew on you and do this like fast attack. That's the rat's signature attack. Those two things never change. All the, every time that you're the rat, those two things will be true. But then as you complete more challenges, which I'll get into in a second, you unlock additional moves, like additional face buttons for different specials, additional passive slots as you level up, these sorts of things. So when you get to like level 10, level 20, level 30, level 40, you unlock these passive slots and then you can add them from different classes. This is very much like Final Fantasy's job system where like you level something up, you switch to another class, you get something, you bring it back over here. It's a lot like this. If a Final Fantasy job was horse. Basically, yes, <laughs> yes. Because you can literally, one of the forms that you can unlock is horse, which is fun because the horse's attack uh, is, a they buck. 
uh, which if you know how horses buck, they get on their front legs and then they kick their back legs out behind them, which means you have to run up to enemies, turn around, and then mash attack to kick with your back feet, <laughs> which is fun. They also move, uh, the horse moves really fast. That's mainly what I use it for. It's like yeah, getting around. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, oh, just turn yes. into horse so I can run. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, and once you once you get some of the passives later on in the game and then one, some of the abilities as well, man, you can really be cooking. Like you can really get moving, which is great. Um, there's all kinds of different forms that you can get. You can turn into a ghost that like just floats through and like haunts people and scares them. That's their ability. Uh, so like you don't really have a direct attack. It's just like an aura around you that like, turn like, like does tick damage to people and like turns them into like being afraid of you it puts fear on them and then they like start running away um and you can do all sorts of stuff like that like you can get back attacks and things um but there's there's so many different flavors of things like you can play as a slug you can play as like a turtle you can play as a mermaid um and all of these things like these different forms will act the way that a lot of these like Zelda-like uh, upgrades or Metroid-like abilities will do. So like, if you need to get across the water and you're in your regular nobody form, you can't do that. You can't swim in the water. Uh, it's kind of like Link. Like, if you were to fall in the water, like that would just be it for you. Uh, but once you unlock the mermaid form, you can swim all over the place super fast, no problem. Uh, and that also unlocks like their different abilities. Uh, so it's more about unlocking new forms to gain access to new places. Uh, but then you can still revisit those anytime that you want. And uh, the first time that you unlock a form, you'll get a little challenge in your menu. And this game is all about the challenges. This is the thing that this game does. Uh, there's no there's no loot really in this game. Like you don't go around and pick up new weapons or new armor or anything like that. It is all ability focused. It is all challenge focused. Uh, much like Halo Infinite, like you're focused on completing challenges to progress. So the first time you'll do it, it'll be like, okay, bite 25 enemies with the rat's signature bite ability, which you're naturally gonna get. And then you'll unlock a different ability and it's like, oh, this is consume. So I'm gonna spend some of my magic points and I'm gonna deal a, dam I'm gonna deal a damaging special attack and 30% of that uh, damage will come back to me as health. And then it's like, okay, do this to like five enemies or kill them with that. And then it starts getting a little bit more complicated and they'll have you pull in specials from other uh, things and play with synergy. And they kind of act as like achievements by kind of hinting new ways that you can play or new sorts of synergies that you can build. And that's basically what the whole game is, is just unlock new forms, unlock those new specials, uh, use your tokens that you get from leveling up and completing challenges or that you buy from people to like improve those and like level those specific abilities or passives up and then synergize those with different setups such that you can get through these dungeons. And uh, like, like with Guacamelee, uh, some of the enemies in the later dungeons will have like shields that you have to break through using specific damage types. And so you'll need to either switch to a form that does that sort of damage or pull in an ability that does that sort of damage, uh, you know, for you. So, and there's some pretty bonkers modifiers on some of these. There's one dungeon where the modifier, the special modifier is all damage is multiplied by 9,999, which would normally one-shot you. But if you get an ability from the egg, you can get through that. So there's a bunch of really cool stuff. I really like it. Uh, 
it, it is interesting how it basically doesn't give you any of the story of what actually happened in the game until like the last 15 minutes uh, in which you find out like all the stuff that happened and the entire like story. <laughs> uh, uh, but it is as uh, a game for whom the point is basically like you're just somebody who's trying to save the world. It kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. It's very light and breezy. Uh, I beat it in, I think, around 23 or 24 hours. Wow. Uh, it's a length for and a jukebox game. It's all, yeah. 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 This is this is easily their biggest. It's also yeah. a good podcast game. It is. Oh, uh, really? It is. Although, yeah. I, although I will say, uh, music in this game is real good. So I would not turn it off. But go still. go go pull it's up only January. Go. There's so many good games out right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Go uh go on Spotify and pull up uh Nobody Saves the World original soundtrack and play, I think it's song three, The Calamity. So good. I love it. I've listened to it a whole bunch. <laughs> Along with uh the Chicory song, Eyes in the Darkness, and uh probably Ancient Evil. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Should I play this on Game Pass now or should I wait until my Steam Deck shows up and play it on there? It's a good Steam Deck game, probably. It would be a real good it Steam Deck game. Sounds like it is. Yeah. I may I but may do I that. would I don't know. But I will tell you. You only have to wait like a month and a half, right? For your Steam Deck. So. No, mine isn't shipped till the second quarter. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear But that. <laughs> But Chris. I will tell you, uh, this game has online co-op. It does have so, that. So, we could play on Game Pass. And I'll start yeah, but how, oh, okay, I was going to say, <laughs> how would that work? Like, are you going to have to, like, I mean, I have it on Steam. That's where, that's where I played it and beat oh, it. Okay. So I don't think it has, I don't think it has cross-play. Yeah. We could check. Because here's uh, the problem. But even if, I've got, yeah. Pokemon. You got Arceus. You're gonna Uncharted. Which I have to stop I have replaying. To, I have to Uncharted. clean up I just have to clean up trophies. That's not like the top of my list at all. Um Okay. <laughs> the Oh, what was it? Oh, it just escaped me. I still haven't played Hades, and that's on Game Pass. Oh, you need to do that. And everyone keeps oh saying God. that. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to play, play Hitman. Hades. And Hitman. And Deathloop. But that's literally that's literally my favorite game from last year and my favorite game from the year before that. I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you to play though to play Nobody Saves the World over those, but you should definitely play those and then play Nobody Saves yeah, the World. Yeah. I think after Pokemon, Hitman is uh gonna be the next one. As far as just like pure unadulterated fun, like this is I will I will tell you, I uh I will have <laughs> smoke in the chat says you need to play inscription, Chris. Also been, true. He has been saying that to me. John, I love you. He said it to me every time I've talked to him for the last like two weeks. <laughs> well, He's been like, to, have you played you Inscription yet? I bought it. You need I to shut up and play yet, Inscription. I will. Where's the Epic Game Store? I'm just going to install it because he's not going to leave me alone. You can watch me do it. It's on Steam. <laughs> no, I already own it. I bought it. On, yes. I bought it with a coupon. Oh, okay. John, I, I will let Here you watch go. me download Here we go. It. Once I don't know why this isn't loading. I'm gonna relaunch it. Anyway, 
I love this. We're going to see this live on the show. He's going to install inscription. I wouldn't be surprised Uh, if it's already installed. That'd be amazing. That would be really funny, actually. (laughs) Dude, inscription, another amazing Steam Deck game. Is this like down? I wonder if it's down. Oh no! There if you it go. is, that would be very that'd be a really inopportune time. Yeah. It's just slow. Epic, keep your stuff together. We got a show to run. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's 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 so good. It's so good. Like there's the it's the little dungeons don't take that long uh, to play through, which is great. Like there's the overworld. There's a bunch of like little odd jobs that you can do. They're all like really goofy. Like there's it's it's very good. Like if you have Game Pass, like definitely, definitely, definitely play it. Um, here. <laughs> here we go. Chris is installing inscription. Here we go. It's time. Let's go. Uh, I guess this is what I'm playing next. Cause otherwise he's not going to leave me alone. I appreciate, Hey smoke. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for helping me get to him finally. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's really great. If you have Game Pass, you have no excuse. You should definitely try it. Yeah, um, it's a fun little game. If you if you don't have Game Pass, it is available on uh, Xbox and Steam, uh, and it's only twenty five bucks, which is I I'm not uh, I'm not big on the uh, what a value for the price, but like, Drinkbox games are good. Well, and Drinkbox and- games are always like relatively cheap, and for the quality of the game that you get, like it's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually just thinking about this. I, I was thinking about like, I think with this Drinkbox joins Supergiant, uh, in that like rarefied era of like, if they make it, I I'm just I'm just gonna get it. Yeah. Uh, because they they haven't let me down. Like, Guacamelee oh, no. was awesome. Severed was awesome. Guacamelee Two was awesome. What? I just launched Inscription and I didn't mean to. I, I thought it was just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> take me to like a uh info page or something yeah uh yeah but uh it's it's drink box is great yeah and uh i mean yeah I, I waited like a year and a half to play guacamelee 2 or something like that and it was just one afternoon jess was like you should play that you love the went, first okay. one and i was like you're yeah. right i did and then that's all i did for like 12 hours yeah and it's great like guacamelee 2 is awesome uh yeah all those games are really really good and uh, i mean this is this is another one so uh if you if you've been thinking about it like this is a great while you're while you're if you're not playing uh pokemon legends arceus and you're waiting for that big february to hit this is the game to play it's very good uh it's pretty wild to me that i've beaten three games so far this year and they are chicory uh returnal and uh, this <laughs> and those are all those are all bangers. Just I mean, we've been bottom. we've been very blessed the last like year and a half true. of like mm-hmm. there's just been a lot of really good games. It's very true. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I was okay. actually I actually made a uh, made a, a list of uh, what was it? I tweeted this out earlier. I wasn't planning on bringing this up, but uh, the uh, the games that I was looking forward to, I, I looked through the. Uh, the game informer oh yeah they have that like running tab every year of like Mm -hmm. here's everything that we know about so far yeah i was like okay what 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 is because i was thinking about it and i was like beyond like elden ring and horizon like i'm not really sure what is coming or when it's coming that i'm actually excited about and there's a couple of things but there's honestly not that much i am for me it's i'm i'm hoping babylon's fall is really good 
And then I forgot about that game. And then I'm really, I'm really excited for the trash fire that uh, Stranger in Paradise of Final Fantasy Origin is going to be. Oh because, my god! Yep. Man, it's super There's... fun. The game is super fun, but the writing and the dialogue delivery is just a nightmare. And I, I can't Ooh. wait because my friend and I played it and we were having a lot of fun playing it, but we were cracking up at just how bad the, how badly delivered like the dialogue is and everything. Oh my God. I can't I wait. I feel like it's on purpose, right? Like, I feel like that's uh, part of... I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's probably going to be a trash fire in the best way possible. And I can't Yeah, like, wait. I feel like... I have to believe that they are like smarter than we are. <laughs> They're like, what if we just made this thing that's like that's comically just ridiculous? Awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's. I I wish I could join you there, Chris, but I cannot. Because oh. oh what would be crazy man. is like, what if the gameplay is just like like rips? Like it's just the like gameplay so is great. Tight. Oh uh, man, I, I played the be- the beta with a friend of mine when they did the online one. When nobody and could we get played, into it. <laughs> we played like almost all the content on it. And like, we were like, man, the gameplay is super good. And like the frame rate's great. It does all these things. But man, this writing and this dialogue is just so like, we were just cracking was, up at it. What was the thing in the trailer? It was like, I am sin. Or no, not like, sin. I'm, I'm here to kill chaos. Like every yeah, five chaos, seconds. That was yeah, it. dude, he says that like constantly. <laughs> and then there was the thing from the beta where that lady says all that stuff and then he just goes bullshit and then starts playing a limp biscuit on his phone and walks away is a hundred percent real. That is not, it's not limp biscuit, but like it, it is, is a, limp it biscuit. is a, it's not, it is It's not. 100%. It's not limp biscuit, but it sounds like it that. is limp biscuit. Like I'm pretty sure they Brian's like, the I won't let song, it be. <laughs> it is not. Brian, just let it's it. Not. It is. No, I feel like people came out and said that it's it's not. Um, it just sounds I'm, like that. I'm like a hundred percent sure that they figured that out <laughs> that it is. But either way, it's oh ridiculous. God. And all right. When does well, that come out? Well, March. Like end of March. Oh, happy birthday um, to me. Yeah. And then I'm also I'm also waiting for uh Warhammer Dark Tide. Cause You know what I forgot about? Sounds great. You know what I forgot about? Shovel Knight Dig. I completely forgot about. I don't know if that. I know even know. About I don't know if this? I know what this is. It's like a it's like a Dig Dug like game, but in the Shovel Knight. That sounds very appealing well, to me. Oh, I did know about this. I had completely forgotten about. It's this. like um, what's that game we like? Steam Dig World Dug? Dig Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, SteamWorld Dig. I thought you were going to say... SteamWorld Dig is awesome. Yeah. Dig Dog. I'm like, yeah, like I the thing we dog. just talked about. No, <laughs> the no, The thing we Steam literally World. just said. Um, yeah, but it's it's basically like... It's basically like... What, maybe Horizon, Elden Ring, maybe I'm waiting Saints on Row. Elden Ring because uh, I always... I always start those games, you know, those Souls games, and I'm always really into them, and then 10 hours in, I'm like, man, I'm bored. I don't want to do this anymore, and then I stop. So I'm like, kind of like, should I or should I not? Like... I might wait. I mean, I'm working on it, so I'll. I I'll mean, yeah, but you're a Souls boy, and I'm like, I appreciate sure. them and like them, but I, I have never beaten one because I just get bored. You, you, <laughs> you appreciate them from afar. Yeah, I, I like the, you, uh, I, I like the idea of them. I just get bored of them after a little bit. You're like, you're like, you look good from across the party, but you're not gonna go up and talk to them. <laughs> you're missing Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I'm not missing it. Oh. 
That game. <laughs> that game looks so good. Um, and Choco Starfield. Chocobo GP. Oh yeah, Starfield. Oh my God, Chris. <laughs> Chocobo uh, GP. I'm with you, Chris. I'll be playing Chocobo. Hell yeah. GP. You, yeah. me, and Jessica against oh, the yeah. world. <laughs> We're gonna be playing that. But yeah, then that like I Oxen Free Two, Redfall, Hollow Knight, Silk Song. If that comes out this that year, that game fingers is crossed. never coming out. It is coming out, Chris. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> no. It needs to come out. I need it. I need it in my life. <laughs> I need it. And then whatever the Zelda sequel is, uh, what, what 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 do you think? What could spoil it that is in the title that they have that they Wait, can't in mention? Breath of the Wild two. Yeah. What is it like? Breath of the Wild. Uh, Breath of the Wild two. Uh, what was Link's homosexual adventure, and he gets with really? Ganon, Whoa. and they're all smooching. Yeah. Hold on. Like what? What could they? Because they're like, we're not revealing the title of it because it could spoil. It could spoil. Like I think they're well. Yeah, they're waiting. The game. They're waiting till the last minute. What could it possibly spoil? Like, what could it? This is what I'm asking. Yeah. But this is what they the, said. Well, the, what could it possibly spoil? Oh, oh, this was it. This was it. Barrett Courtney. Uh, was it? Demise of no, not chat? Demise of the Wild. No, 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 no. no. Just, oh, I was like, holy shit. No, he was the one. <laughs> that, like, I haven't talked to him in so long. No, he was the one that came out and was like, "I'm pretty sure we're playing as uh, Ganondorf in this game." And I thought he guessed the title at some that point. That would be cool. And everyone was like, "Shit, that makes a lot of sense." And I can't remember what it was. I'm trying I, to find I'm, it. Well, yeah, based on based on like the tapestries and stuff like that, and like the way in the first that, one that yeah, the way that the way that they made Ganon look was like one arm out of his shirt or something like that. Like it looks really like I, Link looks. I'm gonna in this game. I'm gonna or, sign on to this. Uh, I'm like, gonna sign on to Barrett's bandwagon. I think that's a cool idea. It'd be different. I think that would oh, be yeah. a really cool idea. He he thinks it'll be called Demise of the Wild. And you're playing as like a young Ganondorf trying to end the world or something from uh, Skyward Sword. I mean, that'd be dope. Yeah, I'd like that. To be different. It would make sense why they ported Skyward Sword to Switch and none of the other ones. I mean, if we're trying to make sense of what Nintendo I'm does, being, aren't Ocarina and Majora on there just because of the N64 stuff? Yeah, but that was going to happen regardless. I don't think that has sure. anything to do if, with. If if you pay eight thousand dollars, I mean, there's also a link to the Nintendo past. Is on online there too. on dial up, like the new one, right? Yeah, but it, like they don't have Wind Waker, they don't have Twilight Princess, yeah. and like they, do they need, have they do, need and they Wind have Waker. those HD ports on Wii U. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, me and a billion other people are like, why, why, why isn't that there? Why? Why? I would. Why? I would love. I haven't played Wind Waker in a really long time. I would love to replay it. Game's real good. Yeah, I haven't played it since the Wii U era. That was a good port. Uh, I haven't played it since the GameCube era. So it's like been that. While that port that even port had, was awesome. um, like the game the gamepad support, in it was actually really good. Yep. Like it, it worked really it well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was great. That was the best version of that game. I'm not gonna fight you on that. There's only like two versions of that game, so. It's not that hard to be the best yeah. one. <laughs> Josh is like, fuck you and your opinions. There's only two versions. It it's was not a coin toss. <sighs> All right. I need to go to bed. Yeah, we're near we two We got anything hours. else? Should yeah. we wrap? Uh, no. Let's call it a day. Let's, let's call it. All right.
Thank you all for joining us for episode 217 of The Platformers, a show about games <laughs> and nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Yeah, Marvel. we never actually uh, did the intros. I don't did think. Did we not? Yeah, we did. No, you we did. I don't think we, me, I don't think we did, but. We did. I don't know. I guess I'll find, no I guess I'll find out when I edit this tomorrow. <laughs> John, I have to get up way earlier now. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyways, if you have any topics uh, that you want to suggest, like uh, like Smoke did here with Inscription, <laughs> uh, you can hit us up in the chat here on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash platformerspod, uh, or you can hit us up on Google Play, uh, not SoundCloud anymore, uh, Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that sort of stuff. Please review us there. Uh because word of mouth is like the only way we have to grow and reviews really, really help. Uh, and we appreciate them. Uh, if you want to talk to us individually or you want to hit us up with stuff that you think about throughout the week, uh, you can find us all corporately at platformers pod on Twitter. Uh, and you can find me at, uh, Ribnax on Twitter and Instagram, R I B N A X. You can find me on Twitter at the Jawa Josh. I don't tweet that much, but if you want to see the cool video essay stuff that I'm doing, you can go to youtube.com slash media is mythic. The Star Wars according to Joseph Campbell video was supposed to be out today, but the automated YouTube uh, copyright thing decided that just one of the clips of uh, Force Awakens that I had in there was just a little too long. And so it was blocked worldwide. So I need to... Dang. adjust accordingly and re-upload and hope to god that it uh works correctly so Dang. honestly by the time you're listening to this as long as you're not in the chat right now uh it, it might actually be up so please go support it you can find me at shrives 93 i'll probably be tweeting about pokemon and the many uh dangers that ensue while i'm in the wild i will not be tweeting about inscription <laughs> at least not <laughs> nor should not. you because it's uh Spoiler heavy. It right? is spoiler heavy, yeah. I just yeah. won't do that. But you should definitely be playing it. I need to get off. Maybe the end of this week. Maybe. Yeah, I guess it depends on how, how long it takes you to get through uh Pokemon. It, no, no, no. It depends on how much Pokemon Jess is playing and how much she lets me play, which is <laughs> <you know. laughs> But hey, now you got your backup. While she's doing that, you can yeah, play Yeah, that may honestly that may happen tomorrow. Because she's off tomorrow, so yeah. she may just be like... And you could play that on your laptop. We're getting takeout, yeah, and bro. you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Don't talk to me. I'm playing Pokemon. Like, she's going to do that. <laughs> it's not very demanding at all, which is great. Yeah. So you can definitely do that. Nice. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you can find uh, archives of our uh, streams, episode recordings, on YouTube at youtube.com slash platformerspod. And uh, if you have a good time with the show, tell your friends about it. Uh, we don't advertise. This is the only way we have to grow. From everybody here at The Platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week out there. And stay safe, because until next time, we are out. Bye. Bye. Play Inscription.